Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox and I'm the Compliance Evangelist. I'd like to welcome you to my January 2018 podcast series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. But first, a word about this month's sponsor, Conversant. As the leading global provider of ethics and compliance cloud software, Conversant connects ethics to business performance by weaving ethics and values into everyday operations in over 600 of the world's largest companies. Its ethics cloud platform provides a suite of applications, Conversant Insight, Conversant's Helpline, Conversant Campaigns, Conversant Disclosures, and Conversant Third Parties that gives executives insight required to make proactive, informed decisions about their company's ethical health. Conversant's customers include Microsoft, Tesla, Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts, Campanini, and Under Armour, who care deeply about driving ethics into the center of their organizations. Check out more at conversant.com. If you have been following me over the past year, you know that I have gone on a one-year exploration of various components of a best practices compliance program. However, during this exploration, there were two very important documents released by the Department of Justice relating to a best practices compliance program. In February 2017, there was the Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs document, and in November 2017, there was the announcement of the new FCPA Corporate Enforcement Policy. Therefore, in this month of January, I'm going to lay out for you what should go into your best practices compliance program based upon the 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program and these two documents. Over the next 31 days, I will be exploring the best way to more fully operationalize a compliance program using the most recent DOJ resources. I hope you will join me for the full 31 days as we engage in an exploration to a more effective compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 21, Continuous Improvement in a Compliance Program. Under Hallmark number 9 of the 10 Hallmarks in an Effective Compliance Program, it stated, Finally, a good compliance program should constantly evolve. A company's business changes over time, as do the environments in which it operates, the nature of its customers, the laws that govern its action, and the standards of its industry. In addition, compliance programs that do not just exist on paper but are followed in practice will inevitably uncover compliance weaknesses and require enhancements. Consequently, DOJ and SEC evaluate whether companies regularly review and improve their compliance programs and will not allow them to become stale. This insight was carried forward in the Department of Justice's 2017 Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs, which listed three types of continuous improvement, one, internal audit, two, controls testing, and three, evolving updates. Each category was further refined with multiple attendant questions under internal audit, What types of audits would have identified issues relevant to the misconduct? Did those audits occur and what were the findings? What types of relevant audit findings and remediation progress have been reported to management and the board on a regular basis? How have management and the board followed up? How often has internal audit generally conducted risk assessments in high-risk areas? Under controlled testing, the following questions appeared. Has the company reviewed and audited its compliance program in the area related to the misconduct, including the testing of relevant controls, collection and analysis of compliance data, and interviews of employees and third parties. 
how are results reported and action items tracked? What controls testing has the company generally undertaking? Under evolving updates, how often has the company updated its risk assessments and reviewed its compliance policies, procedures, and practices? What steps has the company taken to determine whether policies, procedures, and practices make sense for the particular business segments and subsidiaries? You must also keep track of external and internal events which might cause change to your business process, policies, and procedures. Some examples are new laws applicable to your business organization and internal and external events which drive changes within a company, i.e. where a company is reorganized or a major acquisition occurs. Continuous improvement requires that not only you audit but monitor whether your employees are staying in compliance with the compliance program. In addition to the language set out in the 2012 FCPA guidance, Two of the seven elements in the sentencing guidelines call for companies to monitor, audit, and respond quickly to allegations of misconduct. These three activities are key components enforcement officials look for when determining whether companies maintain adequate oversight of their compliance programs. The 2012 FCPA guidance goes on to make clear that each company should assess and manage its risks, specifically noted that small and medium-sized enterprises will likely have different risk profiles and therefore different attendant compliance programs than large multinational corporations. Moreover, this is something that the DOJ and SEC can consider when evaluating a company's compliance program in any FCPA investigation. And it's why a check-the-box approach is not only disfavored by the DOJ, but at the end of the day is also ineffectual. It's because each compliance program should be tailored to the enterprise's own specific needs, risks, and challenges. One tool that is extremely useful in the continuous improvement cycle, yet is often misunderstood or misused, is ongoing monitoring. This can come from the confusion about the differences between monitoring and auditing. Monitoring is a commitment to reviewing and detecting compliance variances in real time and then reacting to remediate them. A primary goal of monitoring is to identify and address the gaps in your program on a regular and consistent basis across a wide spectrum of data and information. Auditing is a more limited review that targets specific business components, regions, or markets sectors during a particular time frame to uncover and or evaluate certain risks. However, you should not assume that because your company audits that it is effectively monitoring. A robust program should include separate functions for auditing and monitoring. Although unique in protocol, the two functions are related and can operate in tandem. Monitoring activities can lead to audits. For instance, if you notice a trend of suspicious payments and reporting monitoring reports from Indonesia, it may be time to conduct an audit of those operations to further investigate the issue. Your company should establish a regular monitoring system to spot issues and address them. Effective monitoring means applying a consistent set of protocols, checks, and controls tailored to your company's risks to detect and remediate compliance programs on an ongoing basis. To address this, your compliance team should be checking in routinely with your local finance departments in your foreign offices to ask if they have noticed any recent accounting irregularities. Regional directors should be required to keep tabs on potential improper activity in countries in which they manage. These ongoing efforts demonstrate that your company is serious about compliance. It is the function of the CCO to reinforce the goals and vision of the compliance company function excuse me, when assessing and updating uh, are critical to an ongoing best practices compliance program. If you do so, you will put in mechanism in place to demonstrate your company's commitment to compliance by following through on the intentions set forth in your strategic plan. 
Continuous improvement through monitoring or other techniques will help your compliance program keep abreast of any changes in your business model compliance risks, allow growth based upon new and updated best practices specified by regulators. A compliance program is in many ways a continuously evolving organism just as your company is. You need to build in a way to keep pace with both the market and regulatory changes to have a truly effective compliance program. The 2012 FCPA guidance made clear that the DOJ and SEC would give meaningful credit to thoughtful efforts to create, create a sustainable compliance program if a problem is later discovered. Similarly, undertaking proactive evaluations before a problem strikes can lower the applicable penalty range of the U.S. sentencing guidelines. Although the nature and frequency of proactive evaluations may vary depending on the size and complexity of an organization, the idea behind such efforts is the same. Continuous improvement and sustainability. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, it is clear that your compliance program must be continually evolving. It cannot be static. It must be dynamic. Two, monitoring and auditing are different ways for continuous improvement, yet they are complementary. You should use both. And finally, in addition to the business process reasons for continual and ongoing monitoring and updating, both the DOJ and SEC will give meaningful credit to thoughtful efforts to create a sustainable compliance program if, at the end of the day, a compliance program is later discovered. This is Tom Fox. I hope you have enjoyed day 21 in my 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program series that I'm running in the month of January. And I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 22, where I assess compliance internal controls. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, sponsored by Conversant. I hope you will join me tomorrow and indeed for the entire 31 days in January while I will be exploring the best way to more fully operationalize your compliance program using the most recent resources the Department of Justice has communicated to us, the evaluation of corporate compliance programs and the new FCPA corporate enforcement policy. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.